0: Hey, bowlers! You're listening to Bull After Bull, episode 11, on Saturday, May 3rd, 2014. I'm bull after bull. and I after 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 and I smoke. All right, everyone, I'm sitting down today with uh, Derek Fogle. You might know him as the shirtless guy at Speaker Circle, always playing hacky sack. Uh, thanks for joining me Derek Uh, hi Uh, thanks for having me yeah of course So I kind of wanted to start out with a little bit of
1: uh, background, maybe how long you've been in Columbia and uh, how long you've been hacking at the Speaker Circle. Okay, I came to Columbia 20 years ago, uh, moved from Kansas City, so uh, I came here for a job and, you know, I was already playing hacky sack at the time, so the first thing I did is looked around the city for places to play hacky sack that were, you know, interesting places, Sure. and it took me maybe a couple of weeks to find Speaker Circle, so I started kicking there and I've been kicking there pretty much on and off ever since for the rest of the 20 years I've been here. Wow, that's pretty cool. So, um, I know that sometimes you uh, take
0: your video camera up and do YouTube videos, right? Of some, some of the sessions?
1: Yeah, yeah. I've actually got a blog project going on is is what I'm doing. Uh, when I turned, uh, I was like 45, I started, uh, I got into social media and I started uh, posting YouTube videos of myself playing footbag and figured I was going to do it for five years. And... You know, I I actually follow a fairly consistent format when I record my videos and publish them so I can go back and extract data out of it, you know, performance metrics, how many of these kind of difficulty moves I can do and, you know, my performance level over time and I'm so what I'm trying to do is uh kind of show what the aging process does to an athlete like me, really, you know, as a, as I'm, you know, now fifty years old. Sure. Uh I'm about ready to start actually compiling the data for that project now as I've been doing the blog, the video thing for five years. Wow, that's awesome.
0: Uh we'll have a link to the blog in the show notes for those who are interested in checking that out. So So, um, tell me a little bit, let's back up a little bit and tell me how you got into Footbag in the first place.
1: Well, here's the thing I was, you know, teenager 16, uh, 17 years old uh, with my brother up in the mountains. We're going to a party of course um, and there's some guys out uh, and girls actually out in front of this party house kicking this thing around, spilling beer you know, on each other sometimes and I'm like, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're playing hacky sack, you want to try it? So, you know, I didn't have much else to do, so I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a try. I step into the circle and you know, I was terrible when I first started. I'm I just I'm maybe hit the bag once or twice the whole time I was there the first time. Yeah. But it was, you know, I'd tried sports before and I and you know, I'd never, you know, I've never felt successful with it. But hacky Sack was so different. It was just this entirely cooperative circle. There wasn't, like, any scoring to it. It was just everybody was trying to do the same thing, keep the bag off the ground. And when it hit the ground, you just picked it up, and you'd courtesy toss to somebody else, and you go on. Sure. And nobody ever tried to, like, discourage me from being in the circle. Everybody encouraged me, no matter how good or poorly I did, really. So it was, like, this really this really uh, cool experience for me. Sure. To, you know, this experience, this film. Physical activity that that I that was like completely disconnected from you know the typical sports uh, uh you know social structure or whatever sure. You know, and, and hacky sack was a counterculture sport back then. That's why I ran into it going to a party house. Right, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I was like, I wanted to get a hacky sack to get better. So I got one and I started kicking and I just, I fell in love with it. And I've just basically been playing ever since. I've never stopped.
0: Right on. So, yeah, for those who have seen you, uh, we know that you've gotten real good over time. Yeah. Um, And I was actually looking uh, a little bit about you on the web, and I saw that you're a member
1: of uh, the Hacky Sack Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was inducted in 2005. Uh, You know, and it is basically, uh, you know, peers in the footbag community saying that I've made some really significant contributions to the sport of footbag. And, you know, I really do feel honored and and inspired by that. Uh, And, you know, it's like... It's If I've ever had any impact on the sport of footbag, it's absolutely nothing compared to the impact that the sport of footbag and the footbag community that the Hacky Sack Hall of Fame or the Footbag Hall of Fame is, you know, had on me, of course. Sure. Um, <clears throat> so... Can
0: you, uh, I guess, go over some of the, what are some of the more basic moves?
1: Um, well, here, let me try to nutshell what the different, uh, slight competitions in footbag are, even sure, though, yeah. you know, Hacky Sack, you know, Hacky Sack, contemporary Hacky Sack has, you know, games, competitions in it, obviously, consecutives, how long you can kick it without missing it, mm-hmm. is the first real, you know, contest that anybody's done with Hacky Sack, and, uh, my personal record is 20,004, I'm still the ninth highest, uh, Marathon Consecutives record holder in the world. Wow! Um, when everybody got so good that you couldn't you know, that you couldn't hardly run it at a tournament anymore, it took so long. Sure. Uh, we went to speed consecutives, and the first time we they ever held a speed consecutives event, I actually set the first world record in it, like 757 kicks in five minutes. Nice. Right. Um, that record since been buried. A, a guy that lives up in Illinois has done well over a thousand kicks in five minutes. You wow. know, it's like. Nearly a four-kick a minute pace—it's incredible. Uh, but you know, so but I still hold. I think the uh, uh, possibly the tenth or eleventh highest, rally, you know, fastest speed consecutives rally. As well, so that's consecutive is the, is the first thing. Uh, the second thing you think about is the net game, which is kind of like tennis with your feet or volleyball just with your feet in a, in a bag. And it actually is the doubles version of it is exactly like doubles volleyball, same rules, same scoring, basically, same everything, except cool. there you just have to switch sides when you're serving back and forth, perhaps. Uh, uh singles is, is the strategy is a lot more like singles tennis in the singles game, okay. But, you know, the net is five feet high. It's actually the same size as a badminton court, uh, 20 feet wide by 44 feet long. Uh, and so when the net is only five feet high you can see people you know really smacking the bag with their feet you know it's like jumping up over the net doing these really down uh, hit spikes to the other side and wow. you got to dig them out and kick them back and it's a really cool it's a really cool yeah, game I've never awesome. been really good at it myself you know I can't brag about any like thing mm-hmm. I've done in foot bag net but it's a really fun game to play and there it's really exciting to watch and yeah, that sounds but not uh, the third thing you, that is of course Another adaptation of the classic golf game, just hacky sack golf, where you kick a bag off of a tee and wherever it lands, you pick it up and you kick it again towards a, you know, capturing device like a bucket or around you know something that that you land the bag into, and yeah. the lowest number of kicks actually wins, just like in any other golf game. <clears throat> uh, and then the fourth thing, of course, is what I'm doing out on Speaker Circle that everybody sees as footbag freestyle. It's where you do kind of like dance interpretive moves difficult moves tricks uh, okay. spinning uh you know f- you know circling the bag with your foot that kind of thing sure. uh those are you know considered like tricks that are you know beyond the level of basic kick difficulty and that's how you actually score part of the part of the competitive you know side of that now i don't compete in it i just do it for fun sure um <clears throat> But so that's what I'm doing is real out there is really the footbag freestyle thing and you know, the music is so important to me. I always have my radio and you know, come out there and, and you know, try to kick to the music and, and do my hecky sack dance thing and it's just so much fun. I love it so much.
0: Yeah, you always look like you're having a lot of fun out there and it's always fun to watch too. Um yeah, thank you. So, you mentioned before about the uh the hacky sack community. What are some of the um organizations I guess that if people wanted to get
1: involved and get more into hacky sack that they could look to? Well, there's always there's a number of websites. There's of course footbag.org, which is the official uh website of the you know, International Footbag Advisory Board, which, you know, I'm kind of uh, 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 have been a member of or, you know, I'm kind of a a permanent guest member of because I'm part of the uh, Footbag Hall of Fame. Um... There, that's always a place to go, and there's also a lot of other websites. You know, there's obviously a Facebook page called a uh, Footbag Freestylers, which is one of the most uh, highly trafficked footbag Facebook pages. There's another website called uh, Modified that you can go to. That's got a fair amount of traffic and a lot of people that are probably willing to help people. You know, get better at it or whatever. Um, really, what you got to do though is find some other people to kick with you. Sure. And, uh, you know, there's nothing against just trying to recruit some other people that don't know what you're doing either and just have fun together. And, you know, it's like you can, you can have fun playing hacky sack. Yeah, that's It's really easy.
0: Uh, I've had a few sessions between, like, youth groups and then college campuses, you know, just to just an easy thing to do with uh like you said earlier when 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 your skill level wasn't that good when you were just starting out it's no one makes you feel bad or anything and you don't really have to no one has to carry the team really you know you can just everyone can be a participant
1: yeah it is it's a very you know and it's it's really a a beautiful model i think for social interaction just because you know there's there's two, like, real fundamental rules to hacky sack. The first one is you don't catch it with your hands. Right. And the second one is you don't serve to yourself. Whenever you're in a circle, it's always a courtesy toss to somebody else to get the rally started. And like I said before, you know, when somebody misses it, you just pick it up and go again. And, and, you know, it's like, and it's it's like so positive because when everybody kicks it, everybody in the circle gets to kick it before you, you know, you drop it on the ground. It's called a hack. And, you know, so that's kind of the common goal of a hacky sack circle is to is to get you know these these hacks where everybody can kick it before it get, it drops and then you know once you get beyond that level and you get a group of people together that can really hold a rally in a circle you start learning the freestyle moves and doing the stalls and the whole nine yards and that's you know that's really the 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 uh path of progress into you know get really getting into footbag
0: so um you said that you've been doing this blog for five years now, and you're uh, just at the data the data grabbing point. Um, what do you do? You have any projects lined up in the future, or how, are you going to keep uh, continuing on with this project for a while?
1: I, I think so. I mean, it's so ingrained in what I'm doing, and as long as I am still kicking, uh, I figure I might as well keep going. You know, maybe I could get ten years worth of data. If, you know, it's like. Uh, You know, I don't really have any definite plans to stop playing Hacky Sack. I think it's just going to happen when it happens. Sure. Uh, And, you know, until then, I may keep the project going or, I, you know, after five years, I'm, you know, just kind of going to go with it. I'm probably going to change my video format a little bit after that, you know, and get a little more variety in the way I edit the videos and splice, you know, put things together instead of the one full rally a uh, video concept that I've been running with for the last 5 years. Okay. So maybe you get little shorter videos that are um more
0: digestible or what do you think?
1: Nah, just more like instead of just a, a you know my format very much is I basically post the single best uh rally okay. that I that I get. And instead of doing always just the single best rally, I'd probably maybe do shorter clips of, you know, better strings from different rallies or something like that. Uh, Usually not, you know, um, I always shy away from putting videos up longer than about a minute and a half or so, because after that it's really easy to lose people's attention span. You know, if there's a video over a minute and a half out there, it's because the rally was that long, and it's a really good rally at that point. Sure. So. <laughs> actually, I did post a two and a half minute uh, compilation video just today, though. Oh, okay. From my session last Thursday, uh, a lot of things happened out there. It was, you know, I was only out there for an hour, but a lot of cool stuff happened. So I put a bunch of stuff together in my video that's that's actually just now posted. So when you go out and do a session, about how long do you usually do? Well, my I usually try to. Do do like an hour and a half two hours somewhere around there uh, i usually kick pretty much once a week uh every now and then i get to get to kick twice a week usually once a week so when i get to go out there i really go at it hard uh you know really push myself to my limits and and uh two hours is about all i can take solo uh sometimes when a bunch of guys are out there kicking with me i can be out there for three four hours okay and uh does that happen often where people just come up and kick with you well there's a couple there's a couple there's a just a few guys in town. Uh, Lance Stowman, for one, that last fall just finally, you know, had been watching me kick out there at Speaker Circle for a while and was finally just like, okay, can I kick with you? Uh-huh. And, I'm, you know, like I was, you know, let people kick with me if they want to. So he started kicking with me and he just, he's kept coming back and, you know, he's brought a few more of his friends and, you know, once uh once there's kind of this ice broken between me and my solo friends footbag thing that's, you know, probably fairly intimidating to look at for yeah. the average hacky sack player to you know, just this hack circle going on that I just happen to be in. Right. Uh, you know, people always come into the hacky circle. So there's been a lot of for the last semester, last year or so almost, there's been a lot of hacky circles going on instead of just me doing solo stuff. It's it's so cool to see because I've just been out there doing my solo thing for so long. For sure. And now I got a bunch of other people really interested in it and kicking with me and everybody's getting real good too you know we're do, getting to do like delay rallies and you know it's like uh, me and Lance have rallies so long we like we couldn't even count how many hacks back and forth we're doing wow so uh,
0: yeah that's really cool when uh, when other people start getting involved and in stuff that's always that's always fun to see and Speaker Circle is just a fun place too because there's always something going by going
1: on when the weather gets <laughs> nice as you're walking by the class you know it's just nice to see yeah um, but yeah it's, and I, I spot it just because it's you know visually cool and there are a lot of people there just so many things about speaker circle that's a wonderful place to go play footbag at for sure Uh, you know and I I really love the energy of the students you know when I'm out there kicking you know I I feel like a lot of people uh, really do support me and you know uh, you know I get a lot of energy from people and I feed on that and you know it's like I it, it gets me to really push myself hard and see what I can do and
0: um, I wanted to ask you too uh, about your your twiddle handle or your Twitter handle, excuse me. Um, you said you pronounce it HAXISAxor.
1: Yeah, uh, it's
0: sort of the the leet speak there.
1: Yeah, it's the you know '70s programmer uh, uh, leet speak for hacky sacker. Okay, H four X three five four X zero R HexySaxor. and that is because you know I've been basically a computer geek all my life. I've you know done computer repair and stuff like that. And I'm a hacky sacker, you know, and I do programming and things like that. So sure. you know, I'm the I'm the hacking hacky sacker. So that's that's how I get my handle and why that's nice. that handle. And it, you know, I think it's it's very bizarre, but it's very descriptive of me too. It's actually a very universal handle I have all over the internet. I have it registered on you know literally hundreds of social media, you know, uh, newspaper, blog sites, things like that. So. uh it's it's a, you know, that's just who I am sure. out on the internet. Okay. Uh, how long have you been using that handle? Uh, for the five years since I started the blog project, you know, I kind of got into the whole thing and, you know, got myself a, you know decided to get into social media, and I had to come up with some, you know, handle that I thought would be really unique that I wouldn't have any trouble getting registered anywhere, but that would still be descriptive of me and who I am and what I do, and I finally came up with that, and so I just rolled with it, you know, got the YouTube channel, got the Twitter, got the, you know, everything else, and uh, so... Right on.
0: Well, um, I'm trying to think, um, was there anything else that you kind of wanted to
1: hit or uh, talk about that we might not have covered? Um. uh my other favorite subject maybe is uh bicycling. You know, it's like I'm an. Uh, you know. Pe- uh, people know me as a hacky sack guy, but I you know want to let everybody know that I'm an avid like lifelong cyclist. I've been riding a bicycle for transportation pretty much my entire life. I've displaced over 150,000 car miles. Uh, you think about that? You know, the whole process of man- manufacturing a car. I mean, that's a whole car's worth of miles sure. and all the gas and the oil and everything. You know. That's that's like 40 tons worth of carbon that I've, you know, not burned, not used up uh, in my lifetime that, you know, the average person my age has. Sure. Uh, but I, I love to ride my bicycle and I do ride my bicycle a lot. And I, you know, I always encourage people to see if you can make, you know, that mode of transportation work for you. And, and uh, uh, you know, because they are, you know, I consider them, you know, you know, both really fun and and very environmentally friendly it's a, you know, they're a great way to um, do conservation, really a very effective conservation
0: Right on, yeah, that's cool, I noticed that you biked up here too. Yeah,
1: you bet, I've been out pounding, the. I've been out riding just for fun today though, see, yeah, it's like I said out. and I'll talk about all the car miles I displace and the carbon I do, but the reason I ride my bicycle is just because I love to do it, and I, you know, I want to infect everybody with that love, just like I want to infect everybody with the, you know, the passion and love that I get from footbag. Uh, you know, it's not like I you know necessarily want everybody to play hacky sack. For a long time I thought that was like it was my f- salvation. I thought it could sure. be everybody's salvation and you know that's why I you know pushed it and promoted it so hard and finally I realized mm-hmm. no it's just my salvation. But you know as I always want to, you know, show people that if you really put yourself to something and really work hard that you can achieve something that's really incredible. You know, that's you know if you hope hopefully people see what I do and see how much I love to do it and, and realize that that's a very powerful thing. And I encourage everybody to, you know, find something like that in their lives and, and, you know, really go for it and stick to it.
0: Great. Yeah. That's great advice. Well, uh, I want to thank you for taking the time out to kind of sit down and tell me a little about yourself and uh, once you start getting that data up maybe we can sit down again and sort of talk about anything you learned uh,
1: throughout that process oh yeah that would be really cool uh, I'll look forward to that it's actually going to be this fall before I really start compiling all the data I think cool. um, but uh, definitely look forward to it and again thank you so much for having me yeah thanks for coming appreciate it and
0: uh, for those about you out there listening like you we said we're going to have the uh, links to all of Derek's work up there on the uh, show notes. and So we want to thank you for listening and may your bulls burn ever brighter.